Hi there, podcasters. I'm so glad that you are still a lawyer listener. Welcome to another Pobs cast. This is Anwar, one of your three hosts for our periodic series. Uh, as you might have figured, we took a brief hiatus. I would like to blame my new small child. And I would also like to blame the fact that I'm the only one of the three of us that has the microphone. That said, we have had three or so podcasts that we had recorded and not yet put on the internet. Uh, The one that I'm going to play for you after I'm finished talking is uh, very timely in that it's where Matt and I did a somewhat of a gorilla podcast recording in the middle of ASAP in Denver. We sat down and talked to Carol Clark about the type of things that we would talk about in the upcoming Observation Medicine Conference. The details at the time were a little bit uh, fuzzy. However, the more concrete details I have for you right now. And it will be called the Observation Medicine 2013 Science and Solutions Conference. It'll be in Troy, Michigan, September 12th. If you come to SAAM in May here with us, you'll get some more information uh, on an upcoming podcast. We'll most likely get a website out to you. But if you want more information, you can email any of us. My email is ad, as in dog, osbor at emory.edu. So without further ado, I would like to play the tape of our interview with Carol Clark about the Observation Medicine Conference. First on your worst and amazed. Follow yourself now, inside and out, child. Good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. We are again uh, recording on location in Denver, Colorado. If I pass out, it's because of the altitude. I apologize, but we are here with the uh, uh, very much well accomplished uh, Dr. Carol Clark from Royal Oak, Michigan at William Beaumont Hospital, who worked with our uh, oftentimes uh, collaborator on the Pobscast series, Dr. Ross. Uh, and uh, she was with us today detailing a lot of what uh, is going to be happening in the next year about an observation medicine conference. And uh, so we got her uh, before she got back on a plane for a busy schedule uh, to maybe spend some time with us and tell us about what an OBS conference is and why we need one. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, I appreciate um, you taking the time to talk to me about this. Um, so. The question was why we need to have one. The most important reason we need to have one is because currently observation medicine is an extremely hot topic in emergency medicine. Um, The need for starting observation units across the country is extremely high and uh, we need to own this in emergency medicine. Currently there are some corporate conferences going on by people who are not involved in or trained in observation medicine or emergency medicine. And we need to uh, bring this to the forefront and have our own conference. And that is currently what's planned for the upcoming year. So who are the people that speak at these uh, observation conferences that uh, are hosted by private entities? Well, the conferences that are hosted by private entities have asked us as speakers um, to speak, but currently have been playing one of us off the other um, to get us to speak, but mixing and combining 
and confusing observation medicine with the observation status and insurance status. And that, I think, is where the clarification needs to happen. Um, the, the need for education in observation medicine and what constitutes observation medicine is what we're going to try to get out to our colleagues. Currently, uh, as, best we can, as best we can guess, there's observation units in about a third of U.S. hospitals. So as you mentioned, the need is great for uh, having a knowledge base for starting uh, OBS units, would that be some of the stuff that would be tackled at the conference that we would be looking to put on here? Absolutely. Um, the American College of Emergency Physicians has mentioned observation medicine in their transitions of care and um, is backing this conference that's going to be upcoming and uh, will be, along with the state chapters, um, for our colleagues. So the question is, what is going to be tackled in the conference? The planned conference will be in September of 2013. Um, the location uh, will be outside of Detroit in a lovely suburb um, of Troy, Michigan, uh, right by Somerset Mall with excellent shopping and excellent restaurants. And uh, we will be holding a two-day conference with speakers um, that are experts in observation medicine from across the country, including the two esteemed colleagues I'm talking with here currently, <laughs> and many others of their, their league and caliber. Um, it's going to be a fantastic conference, um, which will get people not only talking about um, protocols and uh, how to run patients through an observation unit, but how to actually start an observation unit, the financial implications of starting an observation unit, and the management st strategies for an observation unit. What about issues of educating residents and public policy? Uh, do you think those things may be may better addressed by maybe tagging on the education to like a CORD conference, or do you think uh, there should be like a special sort of session for policy or anything like that? I think in general it needs to be done at all levels. I think we're in danger of losing this to the private entities. Um, when we have in the past been to those conferences, there has been a tremendous outpouring. There has been 300 to 400 people paying ridiculous amounts of money to um, learn little bits of observation medicine and I think what the need of a conference that ties it all together, including education and education of residents, and how to go about it is really the necessity of the conference. The one thing I did want to include is um, for all of you that are obviously listening to these podcasts and therefore interested, I assume, in, emerge in observation medicine, please not only come to the conferences that you will see um, going out, but also there's very important uh, parts of the American College of Emergency Physicians and also the Society of Academic Emergency Medicine where we talk about these. There is the ASEP observation section, of which the three here are all involved, and so are um, a, a number of our esteemed colleagues, as well as the Society of Academic Emergency Medicine Observation Group. Um, so at both national meetings, there is observation medicine presence and meetings um, that are very helpful in order to um, meet your colleagues and uh, get to know um, other people who are interested and involved in observation medicine. And that's an excellent point. Uh, you know, as somebody who's been in observation medicine for now only three years to come to the meeting today and 
be part of a robust discussion where there are uh, content, content experts such as yourself, Mike Ross, Lou Graff, uh, and then we also had some folks in the room that are just starting a OBS uh, section or a OBS unit at their home hospitals. So it, it's really a place to get ideas and to get your uh, finger on the pulse of what's going on in OBS uh, medicine uh, around the country um, and also internationally, you know, learning lessons from how it's practiced outside of the country. So it, it, incredibly important uh, uh, point to join this. An another uh, aspect that uh I think is important from coming to, not only to your upcoming conference but also to the national meetings is that really uh, the voice of what happens in observation medicine starts in our observation section, right? And uh, by all accounts, observation medicine is a hot button topic. And delineating uh, what ob services is versus ob's care, people confuse that when we get together in a room and decide that this is this and that is that based, based on our level of expertise or more like your level of expertise, uh, that's when things start to happen and I think that's when public policy starts to move in the right direction. Absolutely, and public policy currently is, um, there's no getting away from observation medicine in public policy. There's been decisions at the highest levels of government carriers and, and private insurance carriers that observation medicine is going to be part of medicine in the future. And it, you are doing yourself a real disservice if you don't get into it. Um, you ask why should I be, why should we as emergency medicine um, professionals be involved in observation medicine? Why don't we leave that to our internal medicine colleagues or our other colleagues? And the answer there is that you are already doing this. You are already doing it, for example, I use the example of an asthmatic. Um, the first patient you see um, in your shift, you see an asthmatic, you give them a few breathing treatments, you go about your business, you come back and check on them, they're still wheezing, you order a few more breathing treatments, you come back and check on them later, they're still wheezing, you order a few more breathing treatments, now it's time to go home at the end of your shift, and uh, suddenly you realize that you haven't dispositioned that patient yet. You go back and see them and they're almost better, but they're not quite there, so they don't really meet inpatient criteria now, but they don't really, you don't want to discharge them home and not sleep tonight. So that is, you are already doing observation medicine in your emergency departments, and that's why you really should develop observation units. And, and one of the things uh, we talked about, uh, I think it was in a side conversation, but the, the principle of risk uh, management uh, and risk stratification, I think, are inherent to the practice of emergency medicine. It's what we do. We, we meet the patient and really we assess their risk. Can you go home? Do you need to stay? And that's really what we do. And we kind of port that core principle over to the observation unit and not just selecting the patients that would go there for all of the protocols, but selecting whether or not they pass or fail at the end of their pathway. Uh, and as a person who practice in practices internal medicine, that risk stratification is frankly not there for every possible, uh, every possible diagnosis. A lot of internal medicine involves things like making a proper disposition uh, based on successful treatment, not based on risk or patient safety or really the, uh, the needs of the entire community. And emergency medicine does that well and observation medicine do that well. And uh, in my mind, observation medicine's home really is in the uh, practice model of emergency medicine. 
Absolutely. We're the ones who are used to um, juggling multiple consultants, juggling multiple testing, and um, reevaluation of acute care patients. And that's what observation medicine is in a nutshell. And yeah, I think now is the right time for us as uh, emergency physicians and as uh, American College of Emergency Physicians uh, Society for Academic Emergency Medicine to really drive this process both on a national policy level, uh, on an individual hospital level with hospital administration, and also on a resident and fellow educational level of uh, instituting this as part of the uh, curriculum for emergency medicine residents, developing uh, one or two year fellowship programs in observation medicine along with advanced degrees in uh, hospital administration or public health or, or business administration. Um, but we have, a, we have a really great opportunity now to direct the dialogue um, in this country over the next few years on this topic. And if, if we don't see this, this opportunity, as you said, we'll lose it, whether it's to private groups, whether it's to hospital administrators that are going to do it however they want to do it. Um, and then we will be handed our orders of how we're, we're to do it. And so now's the time to be in the driver's seat. Right. It's always better to be in on the ground floor of setting policy than having to listen to somebody's set policy running your life. Absolutely. All right. So to sum up, we're going to have an observation conference. The target date as of now is September 2013. Um, so uh, that's plenty of time for everybody to make a schedule request. Book your tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Get a ticket. And uh, we are going to be looking to come to Detroit, which I heard is very nice in the fall. Uh, and um, up until then, uh, we're going to be trying to move forward on uh, multiple levels of policy and education along the same lines and we look forward uh, the next podcast will be before then but we look forward to seeing everybody there in uh, Detroit uh, for next year absolutely thank you so much for having me today yes ma'am and uh, for all the listeners out there if you don't have OBS, you most certainly have a problem thank you it's been such a long